what's behind the attacks on the trans and drag community of late? Why are we seeing a rise in anti-LGBTQ plus rhetoric? Joining us to talk about it is Dr. Christopher Wells, Associate Professor in the Department of Child and Youth Care, Faculty of Health and Community Studies at McEwen University. Good morning, Dr. Wells. Thanks for being with us. Good morning. Are we seeing it more or is it just that we hear about it more because it's on social media or is there actually a rise in rhetoric and attacks more so than we've ever seen before? Yeah, absolutely. This is this is very real and uh, very concerning and happening on the streets and in the communities uh, in Alberta. Even uh, the police reported uh, hate crime um across Canada has uh, increased over the last three years and and um, hate crimes um, targeting uh, based on sexual orientation and gender identity have uh, jumped very significantly. Uh, when we look at the, you know, I guess the, the most out there examples, drag, for example, being targeted, drag is nothing new. Cross-dressing has been part of performance since before Shakespeare. Has public percep- perception changed or is it just a loud vocal minority that we're hearing, Dr. Wells? Well, I, I think what we're, we're seeing, we can, we can tr- actually trace a lot of this back to global winds of, of populism and far-right movements. And, you know, we look at what's been happening in, in Russia the, the last number of years where, you know, being an LGBTQ person is, is now a crime. And you can simply be arrested for talking about uh, those issues as though it was some kind of propaganda. And uh, th- that has uh, spread. Uh, you know, the target of populism is often the LGBTQ community who are, are stereotyped and, and scapegoated and, and marginalized. And so I think over since Trump was elected, we, we saw the rise of the far right and and we see uh, talk show radio hosts uh, and uh, right wing politicians conveniently targeting the LGBT community with rolling back legislation and rights. And that dehumanization um, encourages people to uh, protest and attack. You know, that's what I was going to talk about. It felt like we had made such great strides, right? And then in the U.S., you see the rolling back of so many rights. And just it feels like people feel like they are now, it's okay for them to say the things that they think. And and where that sort of mindset comes from is, is kind of shocking and still that people feel the way they do. So how do we address this rise in rhetoric and, and make sure that we're protecting freedom of expression? Yeah, I think you're very right. Um, hate has become emboldened, and uh, I think social media has a, a large role to play. Uh, without you know people being held accountable for you know the discriminatory language and the rhetoric they're using, and I think that that hate that we're seeing proliferate online is starting to show up offline on our streets and in our communities, and and you know you're seeing it there in Calgary with those protests. Uh, in front of city hall and schools that are, uh, you know, have gay straight alliances or LGBT inclusive, um, you know, events like like Pride, and so uh, you know, I think what what has to happen is we have to stand up loudly and denounce it. Um, I think Calgary has shown great leadership through um, the mayor and city council by passing uh, public uh, uh, places bylaw and allowing safe access to events because a lot about hate is about you know intimidating and silencing vulnerable communities to say, you know, you're not welcome here. This is not a a Canada-specific or Canada-centric issue, is it, Dr. Wells? This is happening in other parts of the world. Yeah, you know, um, 
uh, as I mentioned, Russia, Brazil, uh, Poland, Italy, um, United States. You know, there there are now uh, over 600 pieces of anti-LGBTQ legislation in the United States. So it does feel like, uh, you know, uh, particularly, you know, here in Canada, we've made a lot of progress um, um, very quickly over the last 40 years from uh, LGBTQ people being considered criminals to the legalization of same-sex marriage. And here, you know, in, Al- in Alberta this year, in 2023, we're celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Dalwin Reed decision, where the Supreme Court of Canada ruled that sexual orientation had to be included in Alberta's Human Rights uh, Act. So I think what we're we're sort of seeing is a bit of a backlash to all the progress that we we've made. Sometimes you know it really feels like we go two steps forward and one step mm-hmm. backward. And just so much misinformation out there. We just got a text in. I'm a moderate, and the gay community has gone too far transitioning kids. I mean, the the fact that that information, it, misinformation is out there and that people believe it because they're not checking into what they're reading or hearing about, it, that's how this keeps, you know, growing and blowing up into what it's become. Yeah, you know, uh, deliberate uh, misinformation that fuels stereotypes, that leads to prejudice and hate, right? There's a there's a direct connection there, and and I think we we see that with uh, you know the, the the lack of of resources for media, um, where social media becomes the go to and information isn't fact checked, and and you know we we saw that even targeting you know Hillary Clinton with you know, Pizzagate and this whole notion of these cabals that rule sort of the world and conspiracy theories. And, and you know, where we're really concerned is about these, these attacks on transgender and gender diverse youth. You know, the, the, the research is very clear there that, you know, uh, affirming someone's gender improves their mental health and can, uh, you know, save their life. And shouldn't we be doing that for for young, vulnerable children, giving them the supports that they need to be healthy, happy, and contributing members of our community? 100%. Very interesting conversation and super timely. Thank you for your time, Dr. Wells. We appreciate it. Absolutely, and happy Pride Month to everyone uh, out there. Uh, And I think it's really important that allies step up and uh, show their support uh, now more than ever. All right, that is Dr. Christopher Wells, Associate Professor in the Department of Child and Youth Care, Faculty of Health and Community Studies at McEwen University.